Yeah, I, I apparently had the luck of the guy English today. Mm, mm. <laughs> Boy, you don't want that, let me tell you. <laughs> nope, not when recording. <laughs> Bad luck. Not when doing podcasts. Bad juju. <laughs> guy english on your list of funny sounding names uh, <laughs> oh we're going there huh <laughs> i guess it's the only thing anybody's been we, talking about for the last week are we really gonna talk about that nah, we don't have to. Okay, i just wanted good. to make a hip reference to it okay the kids yeah, you're, you're, the you're kids in the, you're in the know we're, a reference acknowledged <laughs> as the kids say as the kids say the kids who don't work at base camp anymore. <laughs> the 30, 30% of the kids, roughly? <laughs> it's about it's about 30, 30% in climbing, I think. I enjoyed that. I, I just want to say I did enjoy the, the tweets where he said that uh, uh, DHH doesn't like 30% cuts. He's not going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was good. <laughs> Kudos to ever, all the seven people who made that joke. And I have, if you get a promotion now, it's got to feel weird. Like, now I'm in charge. It's the definition of like a <laughs> battlefield promotion, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for the wrong for the wrong side. Yeah, well, uh, I don't. Uh, Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? Good question. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a court case going on. Yeah, I noticed that. There's a lots, lot of lots stuff. Of fun, lots of fun lots information. Lots of fun stuff you were, coming you were out. Texting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Before I don't. For the show, I can't say that for sure. Steve Jobs's description of Facebook as VC book was intentional. Yeah, there's that one. That's de- there is no way I don't see that Jobs is making feces puns in emails. I don't like I, I don't see really? it. I don't see you it. You think it's just a you just think I think it's a typo. <laughs> I think it's a typo because I, I think, think that if it were so. intentional, okay. it'd be in quotes <laughs> or italics. It is only it is only one letter off, so it's like this is a man off. who cares a lot about fonts. Yeah, if you if you found him if you if he did it all the time, sure. But it's like if in one email he misspelled it, and other emails he spelled it correctly. <laughs> do you think he's just like trying it out? He's like Fusey book. Anybody? Anybody get yeah, that? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. You like that? Does that? Yeah. Good. I got Does more that where work? that came from. If they service an email where he talks about Mark Zuckerberg, then I will believe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor poor suck. Is that the show. <laughs> <laughs> I uh there was also the email that came out where uh Tim Sweeney emailed him about like you should really consider opening up the app store and Tim Cook literally like new iPad who dissed him. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that spoke to me about that email exchange where Tim Cook's forwarding it to other Apple execs being like, Who is this guy? Is this the guy who was on stage with us? Like what 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 stuck with me about that wasn't just that Tim didn't know who it was, which I'm fine with. It's that like Every company is the same. Even the biggest companies in the world, the CEO's like, "Who's this guy? Can anybody help me out yeah. here?" Like, <laughs> it's just, it just, it blows my mind because every company, and I, I, I learn this in my work life all the time. Even dealing with like some of the bigger companies in the world, like every company is is run like totally chaotically a lot of the time. Like, she's like, "I don't know. What do you think?" <laughs> like, just so much of it is just craziness. That's I would all. think that even the bigger the company gets, the more it might be like that, right? Like, Tim Cook doesn't have time to learn random people's names i'm or, sure he doesn't care people's names <laughs> or yeah sure non-random people specific people mm-hmm. even ordered people. anybody anybody really yeah sure i mean names <laughs> right. I mean, the president of the united states didn't learn his name so that's you fair can't blame him mm-hmm. well did he learn much of anything at all <laughs> did he know much beforehand <laughs> yeah right did he know much after <laughs> just you know just a giant baby stumbling through life
Yeah, so I don't know. There's uh I guess more stuff's going to come out about that. I still think the um there was the people keep pointing to the iMessage thing. I know we talked about it a few months ago in terms of the lock-in. And I just feel still like it's not the most compelling argument you could be making about all of the things that Apple has done with the App Store like the whole like platform lock-in thing. I don't know. I'm not sure that's I'm not sure that dog hunts, as they say, <laughs> like as Tim Cook says. I actually think, to, and I'm a super not a lawyer. Yeah, well, one of my favorite I, well unlike me, acronyms. unlike me, well, but that's why we're all here talking about this. Yeah. we're all I anal, but uh, the I'll say the, you are. <laughs> I actually do think the iMessage argument is compelling, especially with that email chain. But even without it, the email chain shows that like they know it sucks to move from iPhone to Android, not because like you miss the joy of iMessage, but because iMessage steals your messages like that's that <laughs> right. that shows a little bit of nefariousness that i was surprised to see yeah. yeah i guess i don't know i again i still not sure that that's you know i, I don't think it works for them though i mean I, in the long run i mean i don't think i don't i mean judging by most of the reaction that i'm seeing it doesn't seem like they have a good leg a leg to stand on here the argument that you make it hard for people to leave your product like I don't know. Are they are they required to do work to make it easy for you to, to not buy easy, their yeah, stuff? Yeah. Like that doesn't that doesn't really hold up for me. I think. I mean, in, in the case of iMessage, I even think they maybe now have a thing. Like if you Google, ah, I'm losing my messages because people are iMessaging me, even though I don't have an iPhone anymore. Like you should be able to find a page where I can type in my phone number and confirm a thing via a text and then have iMessage stop using that phone number. Like there should be a clear way to take a phone number out of iMessage for sure. I do think that that is Apple's problem. So that I will give you that because I think that definitely impacts like even if you don't switch to Android, but if you are having trouble with iMessage or something like that, it feels like mm-hmm. maybe sure that should be an option. Yeah. But the the whole like people when they're making arguments about like they should develop iMessage for Android, it's like no, they're never going to do that. Yeah, that in a million years. I want to add on they super let you do this now. So I Googled it, and it was not the first result, but it was one of the top three <laughs> there you results. Go. No longer have your iPhone. Follow the steps below to deregister your phone number. There you go. Tim was listening. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't think they should be required to make it like... He doesn't know who you are, but he's yeah. listening. <laughs> yeah, who is, who is this guy? Uh, <laughs> this is Tim. Him? Who is this? <laughs> he's the MIT AI researcher. That's who it is. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see if Epic thinks it can make the... I don't know. They, they, they've made a lot of very um, pithy arguments. I'm just not... I, I'm really curious to see if they hold weight with the judge because I'm just not sure. Like, I can understand yeah. oh, no, why... I, I definitely think Apple's winning this case. It does not look to me like, yeah. like they're making yeah. a good case. But it's funny right. because I see that. I, mean, I see the, people saying the exact opposite. Like, fucked if I know. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not really sure where no, the legality I think, I mean, comes I, down. It on seems it. like they're trying to win. They're trying to win, win public opinion and feel like they will get some sort of. I mean, like a know, concession. Get Congress involved. Yeah, get Congress involved in it um, by just like raising a ruckus about it, and then that that seems they like can, a, this that is an they expensive. Can push. Yeah, well, it is but going yeah. all the way to trial. That's an expensive proposition yeah, you, to do. That, that was well. That was the other thing though that about the I mean, how much money they made off of Fortnite it was like nine billion dollars in the first two years. Yeah ludicrous they can afford yeah. the case i mean yeah I, and i know we've talked about this a bunch but like where do you guys fall today <laughs> as we record where do you fall on the question of should apple allow you to install apps in some other way should there be a way to officially install unapproved app store you know non-app store apps i i lean more towards it now i think than i have in the past at least following the example that mac os has where it's like you can do it 
but you got to like, you know, turn off mm-hmm. some security stuff and, right. you know, you got to be aware that it'll give you a warning and all that jazz. Like, fine. I would be okay with that because there are definitely apps out there that I feel like Apple's not going to let on the store, but I'd be willing to install, like whether it's a, uh, you know, something like Microsoft's cloud gaming app or, uh, you know, I don't know. Porn. I can't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you need an app that one. for that. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, I don't know if something like, you know, I think there's a lot of stuff that runs up against technical limitations, like Audio Hijack, for example, if you wanted to make that on iOS. I'm not sure that you could even do it, even if you could sideload or system extensions type types things. But right. yeah, I don't know. Why not? I think that's I, that's where I feel like with the understanding that I'm not going to go crying to Apple about it if it doesn't work. I think if it's difficult, then I think it's okay. I do um, not think installing third party apps on your Mac is difficult. You know, non Mac App Store Mac apps is difficult. And it's getting more difficult right, depending the, on the app. Yeah, and the thing where like you know you have to where they they basically they don't give you the instruction right on how to open a thing if it's from an unsigned developer where you have to right click on it and choose open whatever and then you have to dismiss a dialogue that is warning you again. They could do equivalents of those things on the App Store no, or on the on iOS, no problem. And I don't buy the argument any longer that they think they can't do that. Meaning, like that, it would well, open up the iPhone to too yeah. much whatever. It would not. I mean, they they there is evidence from the stuff that Epic pulled, you know, in Discovery that says basically technologically that's totally possible. Like everything that we do on the Mac, we could do on iOS. They have like Federighi yeah. and other execs saying that on the record. Yeah. So I agree with you technologically. They simply don't want to, and I understand why yeah. they don't want to. But I'm not. Uh, I think that so position then it becomes is untenable. Really thorny legal questions, right? Like, is it a monopoly or a duopoly or whatever else? If basically, if they control it, right? If they control it from their app store and they are the most prominent mobile thing, like it's it's questions that I I don't know how to answer and that are legal and weird. I, the monopoly thing is weird because it depends what the market is, right? Is the market yeah. all smartphones or is the market iPhones? And yeah, in that case, case, yeah, I mean, I think then what's interesting about that, if they lose that, is that puts a lot of, other, I mean, like uh, the Sony and Microsoft both then run into problems with their game consoles because if the answer right. is you can't be the only person allowing software onto your hardware devices then all of a sudden it's like, well, I should be able to in- install any game I want on my on my Xbox, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I would think they would probably be not big fans of that. So uh, it's interesting if that happens. I don't know what that means at the end of the day, but <laughs> it would be a lot of disruption. I do think, and again, I'm, if there are any lawyers listening, you should probably just turn this, buy a fucking Indochino <laughs> suit, but then turn it off because we're going to piss you off. But the... um objection there are many there are there are multiple there's no there's nobody who has a monopoly on gaming consoles i know your point is like where does where are you measuring the dollar like because because nintendo is successful and sony is successful and microsoft successful but like it's basically just google and apple and they even if you if you posit that well google only has a monopoly on google phones and apple only on apple phones is that really true because it's like there is this legit concept of a duopoly where it's basically two companies that control everything and like sure you could say that my local internet company doesn't have the monopoly in my area because i could also choose to use satellite internet but i'm not a monster yeah (laughs) yeah now it is a question of how the market gets defined and i think that is the interesting question that a judge is just going to have to decide you know like and 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 deem like this is how it works because you could make the argument that 
you know, you can write stuff for the web, right? That runs on it. I used the... Um, Got a sweet solution It's a you. sweet solution. <laughs> I used the Microsoft Cloud Gaming thing, which they basically pivoted from having an app to deploying on the web. It works pretty well, I have to say. I was surprised at how well it worked. And it's like, I'm, I'm amazed you can do all of this in a browser, basically. This seems like it should be very difficult to do, but the performance was surprisingly good. So... I guess Apple could come out of it and argue like, well, you can just you can always make a web app like that that lets you get your functionality onto our devices without worrying about any of the stuff you have to worry about if you want to go in the app store. You can do payments there, etc. I don't know. That could be an argument that they make. Yeah. What do you guys think about the payment system idea? Like I've heard people float the idea like cuz you can now do Amazon stuff where you can in some cases buy or rent Amazon videos through the Amazon app. And I, you know, they've got that putative, like, oh, yes, we've always had this special program that, like, only has Amazon. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, I, I can't remember, and one of you might know, but there was, and I'll try to find it while we're talking here, but there was somebody who was talking about recently how it's really, it, th- those rules are implemented very differently for different people. Like, mm-hmm. like Uber doesn't have to share Apple on its money because it's like a, it's a physical service it's a physical right. service i think is the issue you can use that's right apple pay instead of the itunes store basically which is weird because i've argued for years that it has two different payment methods which seems weird right where it's like oh if you're buying something in real life you can use apple pay but if you're buying something digital <laughs> on the store mm-hmm. you have to use the itunes account and it's like why isn't why isn't everything apple pay basically <laughs> it's because you want credit cards the the post i was referencing was from uh and i apologize if i mispronounced his name but from sahil iqbal on uh medium about how apple's 30 percent tax hurts startups but his point was in part like uber gets a different set of rules and amazon has like dan was just referencing its own set of rules and like that part is I, an Airbnb, same thing, right? You can reserve your room in Airbnb and Apple doesn't get yeah, it. Cut. Again, because it's a physical good. That's where yeah. they've decided to draw the line for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. I, it's, it's, uh, it's a little it, weird. I, you know, the argument I made uh, like a couple of years ago now, I think, was that like, what if you could either use Apple Pay and not give them a cut, or you could decide, I want the convenience of the iTunes store and you could like have a percentage that apple takes and like it would be maybe a little more annoying or something but yeah i don't know i i feel like apple has two solutions here that seem arbitrary in the way they're divvied up and it's it is dumb and i think it gets them into a lot of trouble it makes them it makes them feel greedy and yeah i mean they made 90 billion dollars last quarter so i guess maybe they are a little okay. <laughs> that's how you get to 90 billion that's how they you do it by billion. being greedy yeah. It's so much money, my God. It's, it's an absurd amount of money. And it, and that's what makes this so frustrating is like, yes, the App Store makes a lot of money in both revenue and income for them because the margins are very high. But they, do, it's, they you don't need it. They literally have more money than they could spend yeah. in their entire lifetimes. They could buy right. so many companies or just, you know, they buy a lose, state they lose and it bulldoze up, it. Still make a crap ton of money. Right. And, and, and come off. Have everybody looking better pissed off at them constantly yeah. they, they could even say you know what we're going to try a year of not charging we're going to pause all app store fees for a year and see if it somehow yeah, really. makes the app store more successful and see what happens like yes it costs them all kinds of money i guess but i and they say you shouldn't spend other people's money but get the fuck out of here they don't need it <laughs> isn't that what this podcast is all about yeah getting Literally. the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> i thought it was spending other people's money <laughs> Speaking of, I want to encourage our listeners to spend money, but I lost my tab with the ad. So I'm not ready to tell <laughs> so them. So forget it. 
Yeah, so, so just don't. Instead, just keep instead it. go to go to Rebound, <laughs> get a yeah. Rebound Prime membership. Yeah, it's prime.reboundcast.com. But right. this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. And I, you know, it, it says here that the host should feel free to share a story of how, of how a couple you know met. And uh, when I was in college, guess what? It's, it's when I met my wife. Uh, she wasn't my wife at the time. Um, uh, Lauren was selling <laughs> That would have been tickets. quite something. <laughs> she was selling tickets to a show she directs, uh, she was directing, and um, in the student union. And I was like, I'd like to buy two tickets to your show. And she's like, oh, is that for you and Stacy? Which was a girl I had been dating. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not dating uh, Stacy anymore. That's over. And she's like, oh. Well, I'm I'm not dating Matt anymore either. You're on the rebound. I'm on the rebound. We should go on a date sometime. We're all on the rebound. Claims, she's never been on the rebound. Just <laughs> exactly. Just, she claims at the time that she was joking. I did not take it as a joke, and that worked out well. And secondly, she named this podcast as far as I can tell. <laughs> to this to this day, she says this whole thing was just an accident. <laughs> we all know couples who have unique, and that's how we met stories. And no two stories are the same. So why wear an off the rack suit to a wedding? I think the connection here is if you're gonna, if everybody has a unique story, you should also have a unique suit that's just for you, right? With Indochino, a made to measure, fully custom suit comes at a more affordable price. Both Dan Warren and I wore made to measure Indochino suits to Dan Warren's wedding. I begged him to marry me, but he said, "No, you're already married to Lauren." And that was that. But each of us got to customize every aspect of our suits. Uh, and when you're in a suit that's made to fit your body, boy, it's hard to feel anything but great. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted suits, coats, and more wear at surprisingly affordable prices. Every piece is made to your or Dan's exact measurements, and you can customize every detail from breathable linen fabrics for warm weather weddings to statement linings. You can create a suit that fits and that fits your style perfectly. The best part, Indochino suits start at just $299 with all those customizations included. They're not going to charge you extra because you put your monogram on there. Shop the wedding collection or book a virtual style consultation at Indochino.com. And right now you can get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using the code REBOUND at checkout. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at INDOCHINO.com. Promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of the rebound. And because it has been a while... <laughs> Remember, it's custom or bustum. Oh, <laughs> he brought damn, it back. Damn, damn. <laughs> They've been here a lot, so I felt like I felt like they earned it. Yeah. Speaking of nice. court court cases, I just saw something that the uh, remember that the court case from a few weeks ago with the engineer who was accused of talking to the press and leaking yeah, a bunch of yes. stuff. He's responded uh, mm-hmm. in court to that and basically saying, "No, it totally wasn't me." I mean. I did communicate with a reporter about corruption within Apple supply chain and among Apple supply chain managers, but I didn't know anything and didn't tell them anything. Yeah. So, and, he, and he did say that he did it in order to get um, favorable coverage of a startup that he was going to. So I don't know. I feel like that's that's not going to go well for that guy. Doesn't seem like it. Not the best. <laughs> Challenge. Mm-hmm. 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 You guys, uh, your watches are which versions again? I think I have a Series 5. Is that is that the first one that could be on all the time? Yeah. And I have a 4. Right. You have a 4. Okay, so you, neither of you would have this problem. But the, the 3 has this... I think it's it's basically a big part, or at least partly because it has such little space. Um, I think that was the last one that had 8 gigs, if I remember correctly. At any rate, mm-hmm. it has a problem updating... Even though we oh, yeah, run. I saw somebody having to do this Peter dance. Cohen. Yeah, Peter, Peter Cohen. Cohen has, oh, but, but Joe, Joe Rosenstiel, too, I believe. And uh. my wife. <laughs> so You're married um, to Peter a, Cohen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. It's my business. It's not anybody else's. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining that right now. 
<laughs> I think you guys would be a cute couple. I might need a minute. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> but, but still, yeah, it's a pain in the ass because it won't it won't update. And you basically, you, you, there's a bunch of trickery that you can try like to get around it. Like turning Bluetooth sometimes helps. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, the last time she updated, which was not, she hasn't updated the most previous releases yet because it's such a pain in the ass. But she had to like basically unpair it and wipe it and set it up again. So I was kind of wondering if either of you had had this experience and could tell me that there was a better way to do it, but it doesn't seem. The only issue I've had, I have not had that problem, but the the issue that I have occasionally is that, and my iPad used to do this all the time and now it doesn't, but sometimes I'll get the message on the watch or I can't remember if the watch or the phone's like, I'm going to try to update. I think it's on the watch. I'm going to try to update to the new version tonight. And then the next day I'll be like, I didn't, but I'm going to try again tonight. And nothing changes, right? It's everything's plugged in. They're charging all Mm -hmm. night long. But like you get that message where it's like not doing its thing for a while, which I don't know. But that's that's as far as it's gone. When it starts the install, it it finishes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I accidentally didn't take mine, I think, off the beta train before it should have gone. So it like ended up on, I think it's now ahead of where my phone, my phone is on the release and I think my watch is on the beta for the unreleased version because I saw there were the security patches that came out this week yeah um for that yep. point one that came out that patched a hole that had apparently been exploited and i was like oh i should update all my stuff so i updated almost everything i went to the watch and i was like oh it wants me to get the next beta and i was like that i think that means i'm on the current beta damn it didn't get off in time yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do here I, I, Peter oh, well. also said you managed to update to the um most recent dot release by just doing running the update from your watch which i didn't even know you could do yeah so oh wow see if I, can I didn't either interesting we do have cool. some listener questions from those rebound prime subscribers that Moltz was referencing earlier yeah listener question bring them on <laughs> follow up this is troy follow-up questions from my previous statement now he's adding question marks dan <laughs> yes which body part do you wish you could detach and why <laughs> <laughs> is this for a different show Moltz. was this a previous question <laughs> no no he's he, this previously he had sent a statement i believe so now he's asking questions Moltz, what mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed oh Ooh. lex what would some fairy tales be like if they took place in the present and included modern technology and culture <laughs> wow these are these are harder than i expected <laughs> uh goose goose that lays the golden egg uh mm, that'd be a good one nose and why <laughs> oh and why <laughs> so that it wouldn't stick out of people's face mm. masks oh so if things are really stinky you don't have to smell them exactly john nailed it go. and second yeah. close second is the uh the mask does solve some mask problems i feel like yeah i suppose so true the um creates you know, some breathing I, problems but it yeah. does create some other problems <laughs> on this uh on this fairy tale question i will say that even watching like sitcoms or movies from the 90s and early people 2000s, don't have cell phones when people don't like the entire plots are invalidated if people have cell phones like you can always reach everybody which changes everything mm-hmm. i don't know what to say on fairy tales i guess if fairy tales took place in the present um when jack was like these are magic beans that's basically believing in QAnon. i'm just saying it turns out in that case jack was right <laughs> but uh there you go tj friend of the show luoma he put that own nickname in his name i was just looking at the page. I, I have had drinks with tj so that counts he he writes i was just looking at the page for the amazon echo and the last bullet point next to the main image says quote designed to protect your privacy Amazon is not in the business of selling your personal information to others built with multiple layers of privacy controls, including a mic off button. So my question is for John, what color echo dot will you be ordering now that Amazon has made this very clear statement on privacy? Um, I already ordered the invisible one. Uh, just trust me. It's in the house someplace. <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> Ruben writes, 
This is a question for Dan, specifically about the Bayern agenda. Love the book, but I always wonder how you pronounce the name of the main character. Kavala. Dan Morin. Uh, <laughs> there's more to this question but I'm going to stop, stop uh, I will say I pronounce it uh, Simon Kavalik which is Kvalik. I think Kavalik or Kavalik would be fine but I pronounce it hard which I think is incorrect <laughs> I've been told that if you could pronounce that Kovalich as well which is fine that's just not how he pronounces it Weird Al Yang mm-hmm. Kvalich. Uh, in my head, I always say Kvalich, but that's obviously wrong, or is it? Ooh. I don't read that many books, <laughs> so I was a bit confused about the fancy transitions between chapters when I started reading, but started to appreciate it after some getting used to. Are you planning more books in the same series? By the way, Ruben clearly Dan's mom, but go ahead, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I, don't, I think I'm not sure about the fancy transitions between chapters. I like that whatever that is sounds great, but I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant either. And I was like, man, I uh, read Ruben, please write in to clarify how the transitions are fancy and how I can keep making them fancy because I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want to hear the definition of a fancy, a fancy transition. Uh, what, was the, what was the end end question there, Lex? Whether you plan more books in the series. Uh, I always plan more things. It's always a question of whether those things will happen or not. Uh, and so I guess I'll say, <laughs> I, in truest Tim Cook fashion, I have nothing to announce today. Uh, but you know, keep your eyes peeled. There's a pipeline. Very exciting things in the pipeline. And then finally, Gene Munt, nope, Billow asks, regarding the Kuo report on foldable Apple phones, if true, what kind of foldable phone would you want? Clamshell, screen inside book fold, screen outside book fold, or Westworld style, or question mark? Would you even want a folding phone or iPad at all? I would take a folding phone if it's done well, and if Apple's doing it, I think it's because they think they can do it well. I would be interested in almost any of those because i'm curious about what any of them look like but i love the idea of the uh the unrollable phone that's what i want i want the screen that pulls out Mm. of the side Mm -hmm. i think that sounds awesome it's probably unusable as hell but i love the idea (laughs) i want all screen like no matter what 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 you're looking at it's a screen yeah so if it's oh sure if it's unfolded i got a screen there yeah yeah i don't don't want to like i don't want a thing there you have to pop it open in order to look exactly oh yeah 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 Yeah. nobody wants that I mean, yeah. I don't know about I mean, like the unfolding. The unfolding thing could work, but it obviously you wouldn't want it like that most of the time. Like I don't want, I don't want like a paper. I don't want a phone that is flimsy. flimsy. Like if it's if it's constantly flapping down. What is this that's, phone? That's not really paper? much of a help. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the, the key thing, right, with all of these is the idea of being able to transition between screen sizes is powerful because it means you don't have to have a giant. You don't have to carry an iPad in your pocket, but you can but have an iPad like screen. Phone is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> is that an option? <laughs> why would you make that? I don't know. I don't know why anybody would, but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, mean I, I, I was maybe, in, but... I was intrigued by the report. I think Quo's report said like 2023. I think was what he mm-hmm. mentioned. Oh, that's plausible to me. I mean, that's that's a couple years off, and like foldable phones exist now. They're not great, yeah. but they exist, and that's and that's like, Apple's yeah, sweet then, spot. But then they right? might be decent enough. Yeah, like I mean, the technology and, and, might have advanced enough. Yeah, and that's the point at which Apple's like, yeah, everybody else has done this shittily. We did it well. Here you go. Psych. <laughs> that's because Tim Cook apparently talks like that now. That's <laughs> good morning, <laughs> good psych. Morning. This is Tim. <laughs> uh we've devolved once again still filling out those bingo cards <laughs> so i've uh i got uh some air tags here oh yeah yeah i was gonna ask yeah i got four how's it how's it going <laughs> have you tried anything yet two, i've eaten two you've eaten them. Oh, nice yeah they're delicious <laughs> so highly recommended uh-huh i bought one of the keychain attachments the belkin one 
and my my wife immediately took it. So that's gone. Oh, well, that's a bummer. And then she was very indecisive about first she took the bear one, the one the emoji I had emoji bear on it, and then she decided to take the emoji dragon one instead. So she feels very pleased with that. She hasn't yet lost them. Uh, so I guess we haven't really been able to put them to the test. I put one in my wallet, even though it is kind of big and awkward for my wallet. But since I now only take my wallet when I'm walking around outside, it doesn't bother me as much because I'm not like sitting on it. So uh, I have tracked that from a few feet away. And the, the directional tracking thing is cool. Uh, I think it's a, it's a nifty implementation. But yeah, I haven't really... I haven't like hidden one in the wild and made somebody try to find it yet. You haven't attached one to a xenomorph? Ooh, there's an idea. <laughs> That's bad news when it starts it getting bad. It's always like bad that. news. Yeah, no, that that doesn't end well. I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Check that off the bingo card. <laughs> but I, I have a uh, robot one and a puppy one still available. So we'll see what those end up on. <laughs> I, I was interested in the reviews that people shared about uh, how they work in luggage or as luggage tags, and the answer is apparently not well like well why oh i hadn't seen those why not oh it was talking about how like as it goes that this it's meant to find a still object not one in motion mm. and that as the item is like going around a baggage carousel it is at a speed that makes the uh <laughs> phone not find it until it's directly in front of you <laughs> like it doesn't say hey it's behind you on this luggage thing or anything else it's like oh it's directly in front of your face uh so people found it less useful uh, in this well, one i read it will be interesting to see because there apparently is a decent amount of stuff that Apple can tweak on the server side as well. Like they're talking about, for example, how long before it tells you like an un, you know an unknown air tag is moving with you, and some of that stuff apparently can be adjusted in software. So they may change some of that. I also think that the tracking the luggage through the luggage facility seems to me like that's a novelty use where it's like I it's fun to see how it goes but like it doesn't really matter right you only really want to find it if it's stopped somewhere that is not where you want it right (laughs) and that from that sense it's like fine my biggest concern about having as a luggage tag would be like i would definitely not want to hang it on the outside of luggage because apparently these things scuff up pretty easy i would put on the inside oh i i am simply choosing not to worry about the fact that they're going to scuff up i mean somebody seems like someone would just snip it off too i mean yeah or just like it would get caught in something or i don't know i would just put it on the inside of the luggage and i assume if somebody steals it it's like they can't just link it to their new stuff instead. It's like yeah, the phone where it ba- yeah, basically linked. has the activation lock style thing where you have to you have to enter a password. I think enable to disable it. You can disable it by taking the battery out, but if in order to repair it, you need to have a password. And mine mine haven't arrived yet, but I uh, was reading on the iFixit teardown that they do indeed contain speakers, so it, you can make the AirTag make noise. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. You can make them play a sound, and they I think they do play a sound if you get, like, once you get very close to it, but you haven't, like, the directionality no longer matters. Like, oh, it's in front of you somewhere. They can play a sound. <laughs> but it's not, I will agree, even in, um, like, I played the sound for the one when it was in my wallet, and it's definitely quiet when it's not, like, out hanging after something. It's definitely on the quieter side, so it was, like, muffled. Mm. Not a loud speaker. <laughs> Or a loudspeaker. Or a loudspeaker, yeah. Or a loudspeaker. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. You don't want to put a loudspeaker in your wallet. (laughs) I got a couple in reserve. I'll find a use for them. And I'm also curious to just see when more cheap accessories come out, because I'm not buying Apple's super fancy ones. You're just buying the Hermes. Yeah, only Hermes. (laughs) I'm a a Hermes guy. You guys know this about me. I buy all the Hermes stuff. (laughs) Look at this Hermes guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's my favorite uh, apple product it's air tags and hermes <laughs> oh did somebody did you get that from somebody else 
No, I made that up right now. Uh, all right, okay. Oh, John. Uh, just, just checking. <laughs> you have little faith. Exactly. <laughs> so disappointed that you don't think that my pun game is on point. <laughs>